Welcome to Slow News Day. I'm Steve Poikinen. And I'm Sarah Hall. We are here highlighting artists, activists, organizers, and agitators who are pushing back against late-stage capitalism here in the heart of the empire. Joining us today, we are we are thrilled for this. This is awesome. Uh, it, it's right after Christmas, and so it's a, a treat. We have uh, we have comedian, uh, fucking just feature at the regular at the comedy store down in L.A. He is the co-host. He is the host of Tinfoil Hat podcast, uh, and he also co-hosts Punch Drunk Sports. He's got two specials out right now: Armageddon and Zero Fucks. On Vimo, and he will be in White Plains, New Jersey, <laughs> at Tiff's on January 19th. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, the legendary Sam Tripoli. Sam, thank you for being on today. Thanks for having me on. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words and the promo. Uh, I have to apologize earlier. I'm watching a friend's dog. I got my dog. There could be some bark in the background, so... Sure, my man. apologies, but I really do appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, like I was telling you right before we started, I, I found out about Tinfoil Hat because you were on uh, Jimmy Dore's show, who, uh, who I've been uh, a fan of his work now for a number of years. Uh, yeah, do the Lord's work. The guy is doing the Lord's work, and it's, uh, it's very impressive what he's done and the empire he's been able to build and uh, how hard he fights to get that. Get truth out there and fight brainwashing. You yeah, staying true uh, to himself and the cause and turning down, what, a contract with probably a couple now at this point. Yeah, he walked yeah, away, yeah, he walked I know away from that RT News offered him something, which, you know, I mean, like, I know people flip out, I'll rush and rush. I love what RT's doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, until I hear something that doesn't click with what I believe is really going on. I'm going to uh, look to them as a news source, a legitimate news source. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I, 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 this Russian scare that goes all the way back to the Kazarians and the Kazarian mafia and all that way back in the day. And it's a Russian scare, you know, similar to that. They use like North Korea and uh, all these other countries to get us to crank up our, our defense spending. So this hatred of, of Russia is just ridiculous. I'd rather hear RT News and the BBC or the CNN and all that other stuff. And uh, sure. so I know he turned that down. And that shows you, you know, how powerful his dojo is right now. It, it is. And we've had uh, we've had Ron Placone on the show and we had Graham Elwood on. Uh, and, and his crew is just, you know, his entire crew does amazing work. They, they're... Uh, true independent media in in a a world of just compacted corporate shit, and uh, yeah. and, and it's so important what what they do. And well, they're the fucking mainstream media is using McCarthy era red baiting talking points to describe a capitalist country in 2018. That that while it has imperialistic objectives, there's still capitalistic objectives, and they're trying to make it so that like Putin is still a KGB fucking mastermind. It's fucking it's it's insane. It, it well, really I mean, is. like I wouldn't look to Putin as this um, 
as this moral high ground either. I mean, right. they're all like kind of, uh, you know, working in the same atmosphere, in the same level. And there's, you know, it's just the the, the be at that level, you got to do some dark shit. And not that I'm forgiving it at all, but the notion that anybody, these anybody's worse than anybody when you work in that level is kind of laughable. You know, this has all been, you know, Operation Monarch for since the beginning. You know, I mean, radio, television was all created in order to be able to get the message out and to control the masses. So the the thing is that, that those 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 mediums, television, radio, are are doing what they were meant to do. Now the internet yeah. has changed the game, and it's like it's gotten out of hand. It's blood out of the water now. They could easily shut it down and just be like total control, but that destroys the the myth that <laughs> that there's this freedom and there's this movement, and they have to keep that going in order to keep what they have going. This operation, which is total control, we buy into this capitalist thing, where they use our military stormtroopers to go around the world and kick in doors and terrorize brown people and stealing all their natural resources. That is the facade that right. must be kept up. The minute it bucks, the whole system crashes. So they can't just go in there and lock down everything. They just can't do it because then the facade disappears. Right. So it's like it's an interesting time to be alive. The Internet is blood in the water. You can't get it out now. It's like they created this monster, and they're scrambling to control it. Now they're doing all this Internet censorship, and they're playing it as – because what they always do is they set the the um, the table as uh, R's versus D's, Republicans, Democrats, whatever it is, Vegas shooting. They set the table, and then we in the truth community must work from that to find the truth. And that's what we're we're up against is that their their version of everything. So they've set it as you know. Republicans are being censored, and it's not Republicans because Ben Shapiro uh, <laughs> openly fucking. Then nobody's ever taken his shit down. It's all uh, the truth community. They are taking down the truth community, but painting it as as uh, Republicans, and it's not. It's all truth. Sam Harris is taking his own Patreon down. Yeah, and that dude well, is fucking I still. I mean, what what percentage of his income was that Patreon though? Like, is that a more symbolic gesture than? Yeah, so I, he's he's comfortable. He's in a position where he right. could do that. Where you know, right. like we're we're in the process of building our audience to the point to where we could justify one. Let and, right. and if that becomes the case, then you know we're kind of we're stuck in that platform. You should do a Patreon and. Supposedly, a new one's about to up. People have sent me different things. Do both of them. Put and them that's the one that, and that's the one that Sam Harris has started, right? Well, I don't. I don't well, that's I, I don't trust Sam Harris. But that, so it's, I don't have any my, desire to be on anything that he runs. But my understanding about the the new platform was that it was created by a couple of those guys who had been booted from Patreon. Jordan was... Peterson, and I like Jordan Peterson. There's a lot coming out. He's done a lot of stuff with uh, some shady organizations that are coming out. It's 
very interesting that there's been this big push against him. This is this is how I feel about Jordan Peterson, and, and I don't know. I mean, it's it's probably just uniquely my perspective, but but I already had a cool dad. <laughs> he disappeared. Here we go. I I already had a cool dad, and uh, and and he told me to clean my room. And I, you know, sometimes I listened, sometimes I didn't, but at no point was my dad's perspective that of an intellectual who had no actual firsthand experience of living through the shit that human life can be. Where, yeah, he was know. articulate on expressing the views of the disenfranchised white guy, which is totally a valid thing and very necessary. The demonization of all white guys as acceptable is ridiculous and all it does is militarize white guys and you're that's not a good thing i i I don't disagree with that is my point is that that for for all of the the bricks thrown at intellectuals within what is perceived as the left that the right has their own ivory tower set that somehow gets like a hall pass for not having real world experience, but only having these these intellectual theoretical conversations about a subject. And- oh, well, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like I've said that the big the big problem we're having right now are trust fund kids are hijacking movements and are the are verbal, especially in Hollywood. They are verbalizing the, uh, the, the temperature of the room. The, the, they are the voice of pop culture. Uh, you know, taking this David Hogg kid whose father was FBI, sold a giant company that made nothing for $300 million. And his father, uh, his father worked in uh, arms sales and weaponry and his grandfather uh, created a MasterCard. Wasn't so, I mean, was guy, one of his grandfathers a Fed, too? Like, I'd read a few different sure places that he I was mean, like, this, this third guy, generation. This guy is as elite as it gets and deep Jesus. state as it gets. And it just comes out that, you know, you know, now he got into Harvard when he couldn't even get, like, <laughs> to Cal to fucking uh, USC or, or uh, right. uh, UCLA. I mean, like, dude, the guy got turned down by 15 schools. And now he got into Harvard. I mean, right. I mean, literally, he will be the dumbest person at Harvard. That yeah. is a crazy, I saw that. crazy thought. Well, and if and you don't know that's something, then, I mean, I don't know what to do for you. Yeah, and then you find, I mean, it's, it, this happens kind of across the board where, like, people used to make fun of George Bush for being a C student at Yale, and then you find out that John Kerry, the guy who was running against him, was also a C and D student at Yale. And, like, their fucking legacy bullshit, the the legacy kids are the only thing that is keeping Harvard any kind of white right now. Like, they're just overwhelmingly Asian. There was a thing where Harvard has to do, like, or Ivy League schools in general have to do this kind of, like, reverse affirmative action thing and they're got in trouble for turning down Asian kids who had high enough grades because they wanted to be able to get the legacy kids in or get the you know shit like that like that's where our education yeah. dirty so yeah. it's I mean but it's just like I mean if you don't think something's up with that I mean we can go through like the Emmys I've said this before this year's Emmys 
was just a giant, giant. Um, now what's the what's the other what's the daytime acting? Is it Emmys? Is it uh, daytime acting awards? Uh, Emmys or music, Oscars, right? Emmys. Emmys or music? Yes, Emmys, Emmys, Emmys. Was just a giant trust fund circle jerk. He was just little <laughs> trust fund kid getting trust, getting awards for being trust fund kids. With the exception of Tiffany Haddish, who's a very good friend of mine and could be happier for her success. I mean, one of the great success stories if there is one in Hollywood. Outside that, it was trust fund kids, circle jerking trust fund kids. It's like Georgetown, Harvard, Yale, all these, all these Ivy League schools were just that's where these kids are from. And it's just, and they're setting the narrative of uh, you know me too, uh, gun control, racism. When their parents fully participated in everything, there's they're railing against. That's a that actually is a perfect segue into our segment. Why is this bullshit? Um, trust fund kids running the world. I don't know if you saw that Senate race between. Uh, Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke down in Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the way that, that Beto O'Rourke is being, like, turned into some sort of, They're calling him the white Obama, which to me is funny for a few reasons because you got to, A, wonder if that means he's going to go bomb seven new countries. Yeah. Or if he's going to keep bombing the, the same seven. Sure. Or, uh, Obama's if, mother was CIA. You know, I have heard that um, from a handful of different what? people that I would trust. Yeah. Yeah, all of all of Obama's records from his college, uh, his law practices, everything is sealed. He was actually disbarred from in Illinois uh, due to some procedural stuff. He disbarred himself before they could actually do it. And then and Michelle Obama and then went and taught constitutional law. Yes. <laughs> uh, all of his school records are, are, are sealed. And, uh, you know, here's my whole thing about. Beto, he's, it's an, I do, here, I must say, don't trust good-looking fucking liberals, dude. That's what I've learned. Really attractive liberals are up to no good. The fact that they're talking, they're all trust fund kids, and they're talking about this, this disenfranchised group and that disenfranchised group. The really scary thing, and I'm probably going to lose all your listeners at this point, but Go for the it. really scary thing is how, how accurate the Unabomber's manifesto is. Like, if you actually read that shit, he talks about all this shit, about how rich, middle-class, and, and elite-class children are going to be pushing the political correctness, pushing policies, and they actually feel all these groups that they champion, it's not because they care about them, it's because they actually look down on them and feel bad for them. It's the whole movement of when, like, the whole left was like, you can't have voter ID stuff because... The black community can't get on the internet and doesn't have fucking IDs. <laughs> and then they went and they interviewed people, black people, and they're like, I got an ID and I have internet on my phone. It's just, it's this actual notion of looking down on these people. And I'm a little, I'm an old school liberal dog. I am, uh, you put me in a room with liberals, we're going to probably agree on everything except for a couple little things, which is huh. gun control and uh, white guys are evil. That's <laughs> probably where it's going to fucking end, you know? But I'm really open. I mean, I want to live in a world where every everybody can be themselves and they just do you. And, like, you know, there's nothing more, like, you know, from the right, like, don't tread on me. Well, there's nothing more don't tread on me than letting two gay guys get married or a, a dude who wants to dress like yeah. a woman live as a woman. Like, that. That there's nothing more don't tread on me than that. 
So I, I, I open my mind, as long as you're not hurting or stealing or hurting children, I say you go do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's really my opinion. Um, but when it comes to the, what's going on right now, this this weapon, I don't know if it's a, what, if they're called progressives or they're, they're called liberals. I'm trying to get what that is. But whatever the whiny shit is, I am not that. I'm the other one, which is, you know, right. make love, make art, talk shit, fight, fight the power, demand change, love thy fellow brother and sister and, and trans, whatever you want to call it, love it. That's what I am. I am not this new breed who goes to Berkeley and just every day. I mean, they're ruining their best party and sex years of their life. They'll never get that back. <laughs> they're protesting in their Gucci fucking shoes and they're fucking burning shit down when they should be drinking and screwing and just ruining their credit. That's the time you do that. Right. So, well, I, I couldn't agree more with you on, on that. And I'm, I'm here to help you in, in terms of like who we can fucking pin this bullshit on because it, it, it bothers me. Like, I'm, I'm far left. Like, I'm in the heads on pikes and general strikes or nothing fucking changes category of where well, we're at. I understand at, that too. You know, totally, it, I have no problem with that. And, and, um, and it's, it was a, you know, it was a progression to there. Uh, but, but I started out like as a teenager eating clean LSD and listening to Art Bell on the radio and like I was I was a little ahead of the curve like in the early 90s as far as my peer group went in terms of not trusting the system and of understanding that like there were strings being pulled that that we didn't know who the hands were you know that that kind of thing um so I when when I'm looking in terms of like who's progressive and who's liberal, in in my mind, uh, liberals the way they are right now are 1990s Republicans. Like there's oh yeah, uh, and and even like classic liberals going back to the 70s. That's where we started to see the. The law and order push, uh, LBJ cracking the skulls of protesters at the convention, you know, shit like that, like shutting shit down in terms of, of Democratic presidents and, and union bosses and uh, party bosses. Uh, they fuck over George McGovern, and that's where you see the, the early formation of these neoliberals. With, yeah, and you also see that is the beginning of the... Uh the beginning of the CIA-controlled uh, opposition of the hippie movement. Uh, you know, I mean, they basically created the acid. They did it through, and they used the, the Grateful Dead to tour and dispute just distribution of acid everywhere. That worked, the, the too. Went, acid was everywhere. Uh, all those bands, whether it's the Doors. I mean, the, the, the Grateful Dead were the house band of the CIA's acid uh cooker yeah you don't know what a bummer it was for me to realize that (laughs) you know and then you got and then you just look at jim morrison and that whole uh laurel canyon studio they were all military brats you'd be amazed at how many famous people are military brats which again goes into trust fund stuff that these people are very high up they grew up around uh the, the 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 sale and the push of a war and arms that they don't see that as something wrong 
that's 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 how they just grew up so it doesn't seem so they don't get it man you know they 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 see us being part of the military industrial complexes like that's their childhood you know yeah and so there's not a big railroad ground that so i mean god bless the cia the controlled opposition of everything i mean jonestown that was fucking most likely a cia op so it's like we're just looking at this like i mean it is everywhere project monarch mk ultra these are all things that are controlled opposition through the the establishment so we have a we have a theory that starting from the kennedy assassination running through right now the the cia has been running pretty much all of it and it was the bush family like george bush was 100 percent instrumental in John F. Kennedy's death, if not Robert F. Kennedy's death, tried to kill Ted Kennedy, probably killed Bobby Kennedy. Like, and then he's, oh, well, they, he goes they, from Bushes. Yeah, he, he goes right. from director of CIA straight into the White House yeah. As, yeah. as the guy running the show for Ronald Reagan, who was just a fucking puppet. Dude. There, and, and then he tried to assassinate Rock. Uh, Ronald Reagan, the Hinckley's yep. actually had dinner with the Bushes the night before the assassination. I mean, you're looking at a guy who has basically gotten out of jail after trying to assassinate, right. gotten out of a psych ward. Um, the Bushes met with the uh, Bin Ladens the day before 9/11. I mean, I mean, you look at the, I mean, the Bushes. I mean, think about this. Prescott Bush was found guilty of conspiring with the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, so, because he's basically with the, along with the Rothschilds, and you want to go deep on some shit, Hitler was a Rothschild, okay? I have so heard that put forward Nazi. on your show. Was yeah, that Freeman then, Fly? Well, no. Uh, the guy who's done a lot of research into it is a... Um, oh, what the fuck is his name, man? Fuck, I'm forgetting. I'm spacing on his name right now. But, oh, James Corbett. Is, there's not a lot of guys I will take for, like... Whatever they say is gospel, he is as close to that as you will get. You know, he's this English, Canadian English teacher in Japan who just goes hard into research, and uh, he's basically broken down that Hitler was the uh, bastard godson, grandson of uh, Baron uh, Rothschild. So then you start going, if, you, if all the international bankers are supporting the Nazis because they work with both, then the Nazis were a controlled opposition. And that's what this all comes down to. And then that Kennedy was killed for a couple reasons. Fed, trying to get rid of the Fed, break up the CIA. And also he wanted to, to, to uh, de-arm Israel's nuclear program. And that was a big thing on that as well. So, you know, he was dancing with the devil. That was the first time that the dark deep state said, we're going to do, I mean, they've done all this stuff behind the scenes. The oh, 1913 yeah. Fed Act where they get, basically gave us a Federal Reserve and on top of that, personal income. So, I mean, those are real things that happen. But that was the first time they let everybody know that something else was going on. And it was, I mean, it, it didn't stop. Like, once they got Kennedy and nobody really did anything, it was kind of like open season for public assassinations there for a number of years. Uh, that yeah. shit just... I mean, it was... La it's it's if it wasn't so tragic, it would be laughable. People's relate. And now you have this whole thing with Trump wanting to pull out of Syria. And, you know, and like, I, tr I trust Trump as far as I can kick him. Like, and that's every president I've known. I don't trust any of them. I root for them because they are the president. This, like, super bashing of the president 
com compared to how they treated former presidents is almost is laughable. But the pulling out of Syria and with the mainstream media basically going, this could cause another 9-11, which when you start really looking into it, isn't a, a warning, but a threat, a threat that they're going to fucking do something like that. And that is 100. John Tapper got fucking schooled on his own show by fucking Rand Paul, who basically said that, dude, we've been funding, arming, and training ISIS. Yeah. And this is the guy who tweeted that ISIS, and this is Tapper who tweeted that if we pull out Syria, fucking uh, ISIS is going to come back and be strong. Well, anybody who's ever done any studying knows that Benghazi was all about Christopher Stevens being taken out because he knew that fucking we were, Obama was funding, training, and arming ISIS. So anybody who thinks that ISIS is coming back, if you don't think I'm being on, if you think I'm full of shit, look at the fact that ISIS is only in all of our enemies' countries. They're not in one <laughs> single fucking ally country. They actually apologized to Israel for fucking accidentally attacking them. ISIS apologized to Israel. Yeah. What does that fucking mean? So, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a crazy dance we dance. It, it, you're, you're not fucking kidding, man. We've been... Uh, our CIA has been doing dark shit since their creation, but, like, the shit that we're doing now, um, I have a, a friend that I grew up with whose brother uh, was active duty special forces for a number of years, and we've been, we've had a, a black ops presence in Iran since we started our second Gulf War like have oh, never left there's still that that video of general wesley clark where he names off the countries that we're going to destabilize and overthrow like we've hit them all except for iran and we've got john bolton in trump's ear we've got this new guy uh william barr uh, yeah, who's like former what 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 uh he was industrial com companies he worked for. He was special like counsel. Dude. He was he was one of the uh uh he was one of the part of the defense team for Oliver North during the Iran Contra hearings. Like Trump dude, this, a, this I, is what this is what weirds me out about people who who are still stumping for Trump as a and I know that you don't trust him any further you can throw him but he's got a, he's still got a big fan base and over the last couple of over the last like year uh, all of George Bush and George Bush Jr. and Carl Rove's like pet fucking monkeys are slowly getting all of these key positions inside of Trump's administration and it's like he drained the swamp so far down that the only thing that was left over was fucking George Bush's friends. And well, he's like, well, fuck I it. Mean, I guess they're in. Well, here's the thing, dude. He is, listen, I do not in any way think that Trump is this golden hat. What you're going to find with these people that want to believe in him, it's not out of, like, okay, some of it, if not a lot of it, is obviously loyal to the R by his name. There are those people. But within the truth community, there are people who are rooting for him because the truth is that there's not a lot more hope after this. If, if, if he turns out to be status quo, which is definitely possible, we're all fucked, man. Fuck beyond fuck. 
and maybe we're all our fuck. But th- when you take, I go to people, I go, what are Obama's biggest accomplishments? What would you say when you look at the years, the Obama years, what would you say the accomplishments are? And uh, we go through them, we go, oh, uh, healthcare, I, that isn't perfect, one. right? It's not perfect, but it gave people with preconditioned uh, a chance to get healthcare. Um, gay marriage, he legalized gay marriage, which was basically an overturn of the Clinton's Defense of Marriage Act, which at one time had made it illegal for gays to get married. Yeah. Uh, he's black. We'll give him black, too. That's a good one, too. Anything else? I'm, I'm not trying to win an argument. I'm here. What are, what are the good things? Right. So it, I, I, don't, I don't see a lot of those. I see the largest transfer of wealth in at least 100 years with 95% of all the money created post-recession going to the top 10%. Uh, of the population, I see illegal sure. I mean, wars. I see the expansion of the surveillance state in a way that George Bush couldn't have even dreamed of, and him handing right. that over to Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Like, here Don't you go. I made this for you. You know, try not to break it. Um, fuck it. It's worth a lot of money. Uh, I, 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 yeah. Illegal wars. Fucking. Um, I, I don't. There's not. I don't see many highlights out of that, and, and I see him as a caretaker of the status quo. And this is this is some fun shit. Um, I briefly wrote for the Nation magazine back in two thousand and eight. They have erased everything I have ever done for them because I got fired by Chris Hayes at the time, who was the politics editor of the Nation magazine, um, for writing an article called Barack Obama Reagan with a tan and this is in 2008 Black Reagan I call him Black Jesus all the time because these people uh, think he walks on water he he came out in debates with Hillary like quoting Ronald Reagan and saying that Ronald Reagan was like one of his political heroes like it was all there and people just ignored the fuck out of it because they wanted to see they they saw a product he was marketed great and it's like they people do with trump you know people there's people who doesn't matter what fucking trump says he shoots somebody and he'd still have fans His, his numbers would go up obama was the same way he was such a great product the people um, just fucking for sure, dude. For sure. Again, don't. I mean, look at what Trudeau's doing to Canada right now. Yeah, he's a good-looking liberal, and he's getting away with murder. So we have those three things I talked about with Obama. Let's go with Trump. And listen, dude, tell me when I'm wrong, because I'm not trying to win a debate here. I'm just trying right. to have a discussion. Okay, North Korea, South Korea, right? Peace there. Peace. I, I will, what appears to be peace at this moment, right? Yeah. Pulling out of Syria. Am I, can we agree on that? That seems to be a good thing. It, it, it does seem to be happen. a good thing, but I do want to get into that uh, a little bit oh, more on, down the road. But let's let's go. Just let me. So we got Syria. We have um, the pulling back of tariffs, right? The pulling back of the dude. I didn't know that other countries were tariffing the fuck out of us. Yeah. I didn't oh, know so that. so do you you look at the 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 trade war thingy as a, a net gain? So far, For me, dude, and we can get into that, but okay. I, yes, one hundred percent. Okay, I, I, I hate, I hate free market. I, I hate uh, free trade. There's it, nothing free about free trade. It's j- it costs jobs. 
And then finally, this crime bill that, again, going back to, to the uh, health care thing, it's not perfect, this revised crime bill. But it gets crack on the same level, powdered cocaine, which is powdered cocaine's rich white people drug. Yeah. Crack is a poor urban drug, okay? It makes it easier for people to get out. It's, made, it's, it's just a much better drug. And then the legalization of hemp. So those are five things which I can say right now I, I think are good things, regardless of what you think of Trump in the bigger picture. Yeah, no, I... So nobody wants to give this guy any credit for that shit. Um, you, if you can't if you can't tell me what he does right, I don't want to hear about what you think he does wrong. That's just my opinion. And, and I, I, I understand that, and that's probably more one of the... Um, one of the more legitimate arguments, if you're looking at it from the perspective of uh, capitalism needs to be destroyed before we can figure any of this shit out, really, then what what you're if from that perspective, what you're doing is you're you're giving your oppressor some credit for somebody being shamed into do the, doing the right thing, and that's uh, an entirely different fucking conversation. Um, I, I do think that legalizing hemp is, is a great fucking call and I'm looking forward to, uh, exploring that a little bit more, um, just as, as somebody who has business interests outside of, you know, uh, I understand that, um, but would you not agree that those things seem to be somewhat of a step in the right direction. Yeah, I do. The first step act itself looks like it could be a good thing. It also really has the potential of being like no child left behind or fucking what was a common core or something like that. And I know it's your, I gotcha. um, it, it, the, the potential for it to be a, a rot with fraud and abuse is there. And I don't, I don't trust the people who are going to be in charge of implementing it to be honest actors. Um, well, but I, I as say, a, I say, don't, tr don't trust anybody. Hope for the best. Uh, That's but as, really how you look at all these people as a don't bill, one of them hope for the best. Yeah. As a bill, it has potential to be a really good thing. And, and I want to, I want to believe that it will be implemented. Yeah, for right. Sure. Um, for sure. Syria, my God, man, I have been railing against our military being in Syria since we got into Syria. You know, I'm, I'm like, I have no reason to be there other than a pipeline. Yeah, I am a genuinely anti-war person, which is why Democrats have hated me for as long as most Republicans have. Couldn't agree you more. Um, there has been, there's been talk, and there's been some reports about Eric Prince meeting regularly with Donald Trump and he's the guy who had Blackwater who got fucking yeah. he's, he's Betsy DeVos's brother oh uh, god um uh he uh and and that to me says that there's going to be a huge push for the privatization of the military and that troop withdrawal in Syria is is part of that whole agreement Ugh. that he's been making with Prince over these last several months and that that is what Afghanistan is about because there's already a fuck ton of PMCs, private military contractors, in Afghanistan. There's a fuck ton of private military contractors in Iraq, although Trump did just say this morning or yesterday that 
uh, a new permanent military base in Iraq, and we're not getting out of Iraq. Um, uh, I, I, and again, I, I'm, I'm with you in that pulling troops out is a good thing. It is. But when you, when you see somebody do a good thing in politics, especially, um, and with Trump in general, you've got to ask like, okay, what's the, what's the reason behind the reason, you know? And if it's a push for a privatized, and if it's a push for a privatized military, that, that is disconcerting to me. It is. I couldn't agree with you more, dude. I couldn't agree with you more. And it just sucks. And I, I don't know what else to, I mean, how, we, maybe we got to take it to the streets, dude. I mean, like, I don't know because our military is the most unique military in the world. We are the stormtroopers of the international bankers. It's been hijacked by dark forces. And uh, at some point we're going to have to say enough. And that's why I'm pro-gun. Because they're gonna have to, they're gonna want to keep status quo, and we're gonna want to not keep status quo. And that day is gonna be an interesting day. And um, what, <laughs> what do you think it'll take like, to what? get about a million asses out in the street? Two million asses out in the street. Uh, I think we're getting closer to that. I think um, besides when, a climate what? disaster, because Financial. that'll I, definitely do it. Well, I mean, my girlfriend basically has told me that she does not watch CNN anymore, which is a giant step forward, you know, but she does have, she's from that age where it's like you watch the news to get informed. She, she didn't realize it was a brainwashing stuff. That's the key. We got to get people off the nipple. And then the people like Jimmy Dore and you guys and stuff that out there, I mean, it's going to take time because they have us fighting with each other so much. Yeah, we can't focus yeah. on coming together because if we actually can't, if like I always said this, like gangbangers in the hood and fucking you know rednecks in the fucking trailer park have way more in common than they don't have in common. And if they actually sat down, stop getting mad at symbols and rhetoric and uh, being being like all uh, um, energized to hate. And they actually realize they probably have so much more in common that they're both just trying to do the best they can in the situation in which they were born into. Some people are born with two strikes against them right out of the womb. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white. The real truth is that your intelligence level probably has more to do with where you are in life than anything. And uh, that goes across all color barriers. And if they come together, we could really stop everything. But it's going to take colossal work. I, I, I do believe that social media is a giant um, uh, astroturf. They're astroturfing with blue checks and people who tweet the things at the, the power bees they like, they get the blue checks by their names and they get giant retweets and it makes it seem like they're saying something important when they're not. They're just for the, I mean, it's always been used for this. Art has always been used, but now it's so blatant that it's being used by the the power leads. So I, I mean, I, I want to agree that there's, we're almost there. I do. Like I, I, I want that to be, I said at the top of the show, heads on bikes and general strikes or nothing fucking changes. I mean that I do. When, uh, when I, I interviewed Tim Canova back in May 
um, who got fucked over in Florida by Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Brenda Sipes. Um, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He, he, there's apparently a law, uh, the Taft-Hadley Act, that, like, prevents, makes general strikes illegal. Um, I don't, I, it's something that I want to look into more, and maybe we can do a whole fucking show about it. But, like, well, uh... The beauty of making stuff illegal is that it doesn't stop anything. Oh, yeah, I know, it's fucking awesome. Um, when we're, where we're at in, in California, in, it's like, Santa Cruz County is super NPR fucking liberal, right? Like, they want you to, you know, they're, they're fucking, they're cop callers. They're the cop calling liberals, you know? But we're up here in the mountains um, where historically, like, this town was bars and brothels, you know? Like, Good for them. Uh, we have a, a, sta- a little... Constitution and drugs are poor people crimes. Um, agreed. No why you shouldn't be able to fucking engage in prostitution legally. It is poor people crimes. Rich girls are escorts and sugar daters. Mm-hmm. Poor girls are street walkers and prostitutes. It's just the fucking truth. It's capitalism at its best. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able... Now, does that mean if I had a daughter, I'd want my daughter to do it? No, but that also doesn't mean it should be illegal either, okay? There's no reason why we have people on drugs in jail when the people supplying the drugs are the government. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, uh, I, I saw a meme yesterday that was a picture of Trump saying, the wall will stop the drugs. And then right underneath it was a, a little cartoon with the CIA's logo over its head saying, that's where you're wrong, kiddo. Like, yeah. but, you know, I have a shirt that says CIA, we put the Coke in America, and it's Coca-Cola looking shirt. Like, I wear that shit to work, homie. Great, that, that's a great shirt. I'll try to get that's you a, one. My my neighbor's cousin made, made them. He's not making great. them anymore, but if there's any if there's any left over from that one, I'll I'll get one and I'll fucking yeah, send it make down. That shirt. You should make your own shirt and sell it like that. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I agree, I do. Um, I was going fucking somewhere with uh, with what you were saying. Um, so there's the we we just did a show on the yellow vest thing. Our producer lived in in France for a while. He had some some little inside, or firsthand knowledge of the thing. And there's been um, a couple of different groups trying to co-opt that yellow vest movement uh, over here. There's like a yellow vest group in Canada that's like mostly Proud Boys and fucking uh, uh, like alt-right kind of people the people that want it here in california were the same jackasses that were trying to put that like six californias bill together the fucking uh uh hedge fund venture vulture capitalist motherfucker like what a crazy weirdo that dude is any i mean when you get that rich you just go weird you just like (laughs) weird sex and weird business shit you just get the weird shit yeah yeah, and that's pervasive throughout history. Like, Rome was a fuck show, you know? The problem with Rome was that everyone wants to blame it on all the sacks and all that shit, but the truth is Rome spread itself too thin. Yeah. And it couldn't control anything. Yeah, it collapsed. You know, we see it in this country. They want to blame everything on morality. And, like, I saw some asshole on the Internet said, society crumbled when we sent mothers to work. It's like, no, this society is crumbling because of greed, dude. Yeah. Greed at every fucking level 
whether it's business and free trade, sending the jobs out, uh, the greed of the, of the prison industrial complex, the greed of everything, the greed of the networks who bought all, the greed of the people who bought all the networks and control all the message. It's all greed, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I agree with that. Here's an interesting thing, though. If you shut down all of the private prisons in America, you would shut down 6% of the prisons in America. I'm with you on that. Um, with- and, and I think it's a very good thing to do that. I think private, the whole idea concept of private prisons is fucked. And it's just, I, it's, it's insane that it would be a business well, model. Well, when you, when you ship in the drugs and then you pass the laws about the drugs and then you have the prisons for the druggies, there's a fucking problem there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that like, if we could figure out, you know, or try and determine what you're supposed to say and not say on the internet, then maybe we could handle something like, like uh, prisons should not profit from the drugs that they let into the country. And but you shouldn't get in on both ends. You shouldn't be the pharmaceutical company that sells Oxycontin and then gets a fucking patent for the drug that gets you off of Oxycontin. Which I couldn't agree more. Did, did you see I that? Agree more. Did you? Yeah. S- yeah. And it's just like, why isn't there riots in the street about that? All these people whose family are dying from heroin that most likely came from an Oxycontin, um, an Oxycontin addiction that they could no longer afford, so they get into heroin. I mean, like, dude, why aren't people going fucking nuts? Why are people marching every day to raise money to cure cancer when we know we have cures for cancer and that people aren't doing that? Why are we just sitting there allowing the things to get manipulated, dude? Until even in China, they fucking push back, and even that government goes, okay. They pick and choose what they apply. I I don't know, man. I'm always trying to um, speak the truth without getting suicided, so that's what I try to do. <laughs> you know? With you. Absolutely with you. Uh, Sarah's mom has a theory. You want to tell your theory? I'd love to hear Sarah's mom's theory. theory. <laughs> Actually, okay. this is... I- I believe I gave this to her. It could be going back and forth, though. Uh, I just, I really feel that for America, we're going to, they're going to have to lose their couches, like everybody. You're going to have to take their couch away. Um, I'm not against that, dude. And get to a place where their kids are a little bit hungry. You know, it just seems like we're way too comfortable. What uh, we have to do is stop getting people to think people on their level are the problem right we gotta stop getting poor white people to think poor mexican people are fucking taking their jobs because yeah. they're not it's yeah boardroom motherfuckers you're never gonna be a doctor <laughs> you are never gonna be it is it's the it's the it's the uh lotto mentality and that's the problem with the right the, the left has giant problems but the right it's almost like when you state their problems everyone's like duh yeah I mean, that's a big reason why I do go off on the left so bad. Because I believe that the left is is the only... It's like, the left makes change. Most of your civil rights stuff came from the left. Regardless of whether it was a D or an R, because those flip back and forth, who's the good guys or the bad guys. Yeah. The left makes change, and they got us so fragmented that they won't let us fucking... You know, we're never going to come together. So... If you don't... Go on. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree, but this is one of the the reason or one of the things questions that I that I sent you has to deal with this exact fucking thing. Um, when when you say when I don't kind of you sometimes, but a lot the narrative is the left is people like like Democrats like. Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or even or even um, uh, you know Elizabeth Warren or fucking uh, or even Bernie Sanders and like these are all capitalists these are all people whose personal wealth has increased while they have ostensibly been public servants these are all people who uh, have an imperialistic foreign policy These are all people who have not said shit about our surveillance state and more likely than not voted for it multiple times. Well, they are also the people who helped set the table of the Kavanaugh hearing to make it a sexual thing about something that may or may not happen that allowed the right and the left to fucking hide the real issue, which was this guy's fucking view on the police state. Yep. When you help author the Patriot Act, which has nothing to do with patriotism, when you help author that, when you're okay with warrantless wiretaps and searches, when you're okay with the government spying on you, that would never fly. Yeah. But yeah. when you when you put it as the Me Too thing and these blue checks in this town, and I have friends of mine who I love that were complicit in this, all and a couple of them are some Ivy League people, complicit in helping create the narrative of did this guy commit this sexual act or didn't, which consumed that hearing, which was done on purpose by the corporalists on the right and the corporalists on the left, in order that we never really had a discussion about what he was really about. Because that woman could have taken him to court oh, in yeah. Maryland forever, and she never did it. Yeah. And they don't want to hear that. Well, they're they're both deep state as fuck. What's her name? Uh, uh, what was her name? I can't. Do you remember? Barbara Boxer. No. No. Uh, no. Feinstein. The the, the vi- woman. Yeah, the woman. The, the the one who brought the suit. Uh, Boyd or something like that. Whatever, dude. Yeah. She's deep state as fuck. So is Kavanaugh. Yeah. Like their parents or their dads were golfing buddies. They fucking yeah. like this is shit that they fucking that is like public record. That like I mean he was Kavanaugh was like Carl Rose. Hey, get in here! Get in here! Get in here now! Hey, get in here! Sometimes daddy's got to be a bad guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't live in a place right now where, uh, where we're allowed to have dogs, and I'm, I'm continuously bummed about that. But the way that the rental market here is in Santa Cruz County, man, like we're the fourth most income unequal place in the nation. I'm with you, dude. I mean, it just sucks. I think they're doing this shit on purpose. Oh, I agree. I mean, they're talking about taxing taxes. I Texas. I mean, I just think they're. I think they just want us all to move. 
Yeah. And don't even get me started on these fires, dude. Well, that's I'm some so Agenda 21 shit as far as I'm yes. concerned. Like, yes. I... Uh, we've got, we've got good friends, uh, that aren't where, uh, well, I, we have good friends that were in paradise. Like paradise is almost like a, a, a sister town of Boulder Creek where we are. Like a lot of people, you know, grew up here and went there, grew up there and went shit like that. Um, but our friend that, uh, co-hosts a, a podcast called Breaking Basic lives up in Mount Shasta area where they were last year. And like... You can watch the you can watch the path of the fire go straight through the proposed railway line for our high speed rail. Like Oh yeah, dude. And, and then Bart Diana Feinstein's husband gets a billion dollar contract to build the rail. Yeah. I went on a morning radio show and was screaming about it. And everybody was getting mad at me. I was like, dude, don't even look at the fires. Look at the facts. The fact that uh, 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 metal burns at 2,500 degrees, forest fires at the most get to 1,500 degrees. Why is metal melting? Why are bridges melting? Why are houses exploding but the trees around them? Nothing. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, uh, I have a part-time gig. Uh at a liquor store to pay for the studio fees for this place right now, right? It's fucking hilarious because you I I will say the exact same shit that we're all that we're talking about right now to people who are waiting in line to hand me money. You know? And the number of people who have voluntarily on their own, who you would never fucking guess, are like, I know that there were direct energy weapons involved in these fires. I know that these what? are not natural fucking things. And, like, we live, there's a giant Lockheed plant right behind a, a couple of mountain ridges. Oh, my up. God. Bro, the shit that we see, it you, you'd fucking... We had something just this week. Yeah. Just falling out of the sky. Yeah. Uh Iridescent, glowing white smoke in the dark. Yes, um, yes, you yes. know NASA can find a zit on your face from space, but they can't tell you what this giant thing that fell for like hours with the whole Bay Area watching it. It's unbelievable, dude. Just we this should, week, I should have you guys on, and we should talk all this. Fuck yes, you should. Again, dude. I, I I'm could, totally down with that, man. I couldn't agree with you, know, you more. I like to bring all the tribes together. That's kind of been like a mission of mine is like get all the tribes, you know, there could be some competitiveness within, you know, just the natural order of mammals. But I think the more we work together, the more uh, we can get the word out. We, you know, and even though we don't, because within the world of conspiracies, if you don't see it the exact same way, some people get really upset, whereas I'm like, we're going to agree on 99, 95, 90% of the stuff. Why don't we focus on what we agree on instead of what we don't agree on? And I definitely 100% agree. We've had people come to live show saying they saw people restart fires. And when I talk to people, they're like, oh, they do that to manage the fires. Not when there's a giant forest fire going on and they're surrounded by fucking acres and acres of fires they don't restart fires they add to the fire that's only when it's like almost fire season they say oh this land's bad and oh uh, why aren't the trees burning oh because they have water in them you just told me we're going through a drought so is it a drought or do the trees have water in them which one is it 
<laughs> and it's the same thing. Why does a building seven fall at the rate of gravity when there's pillars there to stop that? Yeah. Why does a bullet go through the president and then take a fucking U-turn and come back through? Why? It doesn't exist. And here we are again trying to explain why this thing doesn't fit physics. <laughs> yeah, but we're crazy for try for fucking for even pointing it out. And I know that's deliberate too. Chris Hedges says that they have us divided on purpose to the point to where they can steal from us in daylight now. Just unfucking pewed. And and we're that's the fucking narrative. That's what we're pushing back against. That's what you're pushing back against. That's why we all have fun. you know, and I, I I agree with you about the community support thing, man. Like I uh, I am a, a serial, vol- I'm a habitual volunteer, right? Like, for fucking whatever, dude. You got some fucking whatever kick puppies that asks. need me to fucking, you, you know, us. go get help out. Sure, dude. I have a, a, a community garden project that I'll be in my yes. second year of uh, coming up. And the end goal of that is to blow it up so big that I need a refrigerator truck to drive it to food desert communities around us and just drop off fucking free food and some fucking revolutionary literature in the goddamn fucking hood, you know? <laughs> like, that's... Yes. This is kind of like where I'm at. Fucking grow People's food and buy bullets. People's kids are going to be hungry, man. You got bring back the victory gardens. Yeah, dude. Nobody ever fucking it's won a revolution on a stomach full of Funyuns, you know? <laughs> like, that shit I, don't I, happen. I couldn't agree more, dude. That uh. should be a t-shirt. By the way, <laughs> I'm working on that it's shit. Coming out with great T-shirts. No one's running a revolution with a stomach full of onions. Um, That's called straight fucking the shit, dog. Um, but it, it's it's in the works, man. Thank you. I Let's fucking... get into these questions you sent me, dude. I'm oh gonna... yeah. Well, I've been I've been working through them here and there, dude. I have like the I've been reading off and bringing up questions as we've gone. You just didn't well, notice because Mueller. it was smooth. I mean, I saw there were some Mueller questions. So yeah, dude, I do. I want to know what what you think the the state of that whole thing is. Like, where is it gonna land? Because I don't know if you watched um, Aaron Mate and Jimmy Dore have a conversation about it. Uh, and if you haven't, like, it's definitely worth checking out. It, it was. Uh, uh, what's um, going on right now? Is there? They are trying their hardest to set us to shift focus from what really is going on here, and that is Obama, Hillary, John Brennan, and the FBI wiretap an elected president in an attempt to discredit his victory in an election so that Hillary could be the shadow president and pay back all these favors she had from all the money that the Clinton Foundation took in. Right now, there in in England, Richard Steele, the man who basically created the Steele dossier, Doja, whatever the fuck that word is. Okay, Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele. He is testifying right now because he's being sued by Russians who were implicated in that. Dozer dossier. Nice. That, and they are suing him, and he has testified that that whole thing was paid for by Hillary Clinton in order to discredit the victory that Trump had, to allow her to supersede that and to be shadow president of the United States. 
She and Obama and that whole group owe so many favors. They took in so much money that they didn't think this was going to happen. So what Robert Mueller is doing, which is no different than the uh, the arson, the arson. What was that in 2001? Uh, what was that powder that was sent to? Uh, oh, anthrax. The anthrax scare. Yeah, yeah. Realize that the anthrax came from a base in Utah, which is the only place in the in the country that creates that anthrax, and they just basically used it to help add to get the um, Patriot Act passed. So this whole thing, listen, if you're going to go to a pig farm, you're going to find pig shit. So if we're looking for fucking corruption, it's throw a cat in Washington, D.C., you're going to hit corruption. Yeah, yeah. No, I, gonna hit corruption. I, I've been saying the entire time that uh, that the collusion thing is bullshit, that, that yeah. if they're going to get Trump on anything, it will be money laundering for fucking anybody with enough cash and compliments since the fucking mid eighties. Like that's just, that's just kind of like the, the, you grew up in like New York state. I, I, I grew up in the Midwest, but I have a lot of connections to New York. Like the rumor has always kind of been that he was just a fucking two bit money launderer with a fucking great real estate scam. Like, dude, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to tell you this, man. That uh, Trump, anything you say about Trump, Hillary, Obama, and the Bushes all did in spades. Mm -hmm. So that's the problem that they have right now is that they are attempting to make us think that this guy is the absolute worst when he's just par for the course. So, and the problem that the, the left is having is when they bring this up, we're like, well, it's been going on for the last eight years before that as well. Yeah. So you're falling on deaf ears. The biggest thing that I'm trying to do is get the left to abandon the DNC and start their own group, which is going to be a colossal, if not impossible, task. It it but, really <laughs> it is. I uh, I co-founded a fucking political party in like 2016 on accident. It was I like in a blackout. I'm not even fucking kidding. I quit drinking since then, but like. <laughs> Like, like in a drunken stupor, I accidentally co-founded a political party that I was like 75,000 people that are members of it. We were would like seriously uh, in front of that whole movement for a people's party thing that I, I don't know if you know who Nick Brana is or seen him on Jimmy's show, but like uh, the progressive independent parties is what we came up with. And when Tim Canova was running this year, he ran as a progressive independent. That uh, was wow, one of the reasons. Uh, that's real life. That's real world results. And you should be proud of that. Uh, well, and, and, but it's like trying to get, thank you. I appreciate it. Trying to, to get progressives together, like the actual left, not the Nancy were capitalists. And that's that Pelosi left, but like the actual legitimate fucking left. It's like trying to herd feral kittens on meth. Like, it's a fucking, sure. it's an ugly fucking scene, and everybody wants their cause to... Generally, anybody on meth could, like, not <laughs> care They're people, they're all on meth. I mean, Hitler invented meth. So, I mean, the Japanese did, and then they shot Hitler up with it all day. You know, who fucking, that, that'll get you some hate. I don't know what the answer is on that, but I, I, I feel that, like, I, I don't hate any group. I don't, I don't hate, hate any group. either. I, I hate 
hypocrisy. I think hypocrisy needs to be dealt with publicly. Whatever you're a hypocrite about, you should have to pay for that in a public forum. Like, if you're anti-gay, you should be have to fucking do gay shit in the middle of a fuck in the middle of the fucking uh, Rose Bowl. You know, like I think you should. Like, that's my opinion. On what level topic. of gay shit, though, man? Do you mean like full-on penetration, or do you mean like die or gay people should be illegal and all this? anti-gay rhetoric that we've seen out of the right and politicians if you get busted sucking off truckers at truck stops you should have to do that in the middle on the 50 yard line of the fucking rose bowl on a live fucking pay-per-view that that is some that is some black mirror fucking shit that's awesome i was gonna say like if you just made somebody make some like really creative deviled eggs that would be different uh (laughs) I guess, it, does it, like, depend on the level of bigot, you know? Yeah, I guess so, man. Wait. I mean, if you're like, I just not in the gays, and then you're just taking the butt, I'll let it go. But if you're passing legislation, and you're trying to, like, wishing them death and destruction, and generally trying to make people's life miserable, then I think you should have to have a train ran on you. <laughs> you're beautiful. All right. Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let's, uh... Oh yeah, so so what impact do you think that Mueller investigation is going to have on the 2020? How much of a shit show in general do you think 2020 is going to be? But like, what do you think the impact of the Mueller investigation? Because I believe they're going to come out and say they can't prove direct collusion. And no, in fact, Vladimir Putin did not orchestrate a takeover of our freedom and democracy because he fucking had some people make some Bernie Sanders in a fucking thong. If they had anything, if they had anything, it would have came out in the midterms because the midterms they were going for to get enough people to impeach him. And here's the whole thing. You and I are saying, there, could this guy be status quo? If he's status quo, why are they trying so hard to win the, win the midterms? I, You know, it's just like... I mean, you could argue that that's because that's what political parties do is try to gain control of the House or Senate in a midterm. There's something going on that's a little bit more than this. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I do. The the fight between him and the intelligence community, to me, is 100% real. 100% real. Yeah. Listen, you know, you ask about Q and is Q legit. If Q and this whole thing with Trump is 100% fake, it is the worst PSYOP in the history of PSYOPs because it's literally exposed the inner workings of all this bullshit that we they've been doing to us. I don't understand unless the end game is complete and utter totalitarianism by 2020, not just like the input a little bit, but full on military on the streets, locking down your phone, Cutting off your... I mean, right to that. Because right now, nobody watches the media. Nobody at all, okay? Nobody trusts... Facebook is dying. Facebook is dying. Twitter is dying. These are their these are their mechanisms of control. Dying. There's no trust in the CIA. There's no trust in the FBI. You've had, got, you've had leader after leader of these organizations step down or quit lose their fucking, lose their uh, their clearances. I mean, it has to be the worst PSYOP ever. 
try to think, what is the long game? What's the long game? If you're just exposing your ability to control the masses. So... Like the pedophilia shit. That's like how... That's their currency, man. Why would they expose that if it's their currency to control people? Uh, I got a couple of different ideas on that, actually. Like, I've always thought that Q was the same basic psyop that Anonymous was. Like, the OG Anonymous. Where, where what you're doing is confirming suspicions that people have had for a number of years with accurate to semi-accurate information leaving enough le- open to the imagination or interpretation for even the smartest people to draw their own conclusions. And what you do with that is twofold. You, you can catch hacktivists that have previously been causing you problems by getting them to join your community, your anonymous community, your Q community. You can monitor them and you can keep them under control. And then you've got people who, who are just fed the fuck up and like ready to bubble, just ready to fucking go. And you string them along on this hope of this day, this will drop, this will drop. We've got... 51,000 indictments when in fact like not 51,000 people have been brought you know like it's there there's um and and i i will my my biggest problem with with that and explain to me see explain to me why why would they expose pedophilia to the level that they are i mean you are looking at fucking complete and utter like a giant movement that is not going to stop. And it is the currency in which they control everybody. I understand that. I do. This goes back to what Chris Hedges says, though, about them having us so divided that they can do whatever the fuck they want right out in the open. Like there there's if it's really that dark homie if it goes that fucking deep then sacrifices must be fucking made and if you you know you've got to fucking pour some of your own blood on that pyre and if they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want in broad daylight because we're so fucking distracted then why don't they go ahead and fucking make public who their sacrifices are I mean, we've seen this in fucking hip hop, and we've seen this in I fucking pop dude. music. Like this yeah. isn't, you know, or fucking rock blood and roll. We have seen sure. very public blood sacrifices in the entertainment sphere. Why for not sure. the fucking political sphere? While you're at it, you get rid of a handful of people you don't like. I couldn't agree more. I think, though, I really do believe that the death of rappers. Because everybody thinks rappers live by the sword, die by the sword. But when you start getting into, when you start getting into children being kidnapped, killed, yeah. and sacrificed, and when the evidence is going to come out, man, it's going to come out. It's still coming. The fact that, I mean, they've tried to destroy this Anthony Weiner laptop idea for fucking ever. To the point, high major fucking people I know have called me up going, dude, it's just uh, him hitting, getting teenage girls to send him naked pics. I go, this guy was going to be president. You don't throw that guy in jail for naked pics of just girls. It is When the NYPD says they what they saw on that computer made them cry, 
there's a much darker game going on. And what's going on is that these people can't come to grips with it, and it's a resistance. And maybe I'm sounding like a really fucking just hopeful idiot. Maybe. <laughs> and I'll accept that. Because I'd rather be a hopeful idiot than sit there and think that I can't do anything about this. I will oh, yeah. scream to the top of my lungs until there's a fucking full-on investigation. When the L.A. Sheriff badge has pedophile symbols in it, you realize what you're up against. When you see that the Wan brothers went on trial for work they did with Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her brother was the prosecutor, yeah. you realize the level of corruption. But this has never been expressed before. We are literally in the two years into the breaking of this beginning of this matrix. And maybe I'm just hopeful and a hopeful idiot, but I'd rather be that than accept the status quo. So maybe at the end of the day, nothing happens, but it won't be for a lack of trying. I'll tell you that. I, I fucking, that's fucking solid. <laughs> that is, that's, that's a beautiful fucking when sentiment. When Q calls man. out Israel, why would they fucking do that? It just makes no sense, man. You know, it just like, it goes against everything that they're fucking doing. It just, I get what you're saying. It's like, just give them enough, this the rally. And they, you see these with these false flags, they purposely give stuff to get us to fight with each other. But when you look at the big picture, their complete utter mechanism has been exposed, and every day more and more people leave watching the news, and they're freaking out. Why do you think fucking God Rachel Meadows is trying to do a podcast? Because they're trying to figure out how to make this happen. Why is the fucking Pod Save America? They're acting like what they say, like 350 million people have listened. Yeah. Get out of here, dude. Nobody is the, you're you're trying to say you're bigger than fucking the Rogan podcast. Get the fuck out of here, man. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. They're trying their hardest. I mean, maybe you're right, and I just don't. Maybe I'm being an idiot to what I think is the truth. And when I go to people and they deny what I'm saying, maybe I'm denying what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope you're. I hope you're right. Me too. I do. Me too. I do. You're I don't right. like like I I've been I. I've been through some shit, man. So like, I'm oh, I'm boy. cynical, you know. Like like, and I try not to be. I really like make an effort to, to at some point in the day, like really find some shit that I appreciate and to say it out loud and to make sure that like people in my life Good. that if I communicate knew, that I love like, them. Half like, of the stuff that this man has been through. Um, you... But but I want to like I I want to I want you to be right I I, I really fucking I do you, and, you know, and if, again trust no one hope for the best <laughs> yeah throw it up the river see if it comes back in a body bag <laughs> yeah <I'm laughs> you, dude. so you know when oh. you see all these shit disappear you all you know bad shit's going down dude and that's why I just fight tooth and nail and what the problem is is that these people who have children don't want to believe that they live in a world or they're supporting that there's darknesses out there. But I believe more than ever, something that's, you know, we had Jason Lube on my podcast and he's all into black, all into the magic and all that. And he goes, the internet is the first time that the masses get the knowledge of the elites. Yeah. They kept from us. Yeah. So something is going on. Something is going on. We uh... I don't know. I hope it's for good. Dude, I hope it's for good. That's all I can say. We don't have to ask you if the internet is Pandora's box. Yeah, we had uh, one of our first episodes. We had uh, the host of of uh, Rogueways 
which is a fantastic new podcast, and it's part of the Eyes Open Network, which we are now Lindsay. a part of. Um, the episode was titled as the Internet Pandora's Box. And, and really, I mean, when, when you get right down to it, the opening the floodgates of all of the stored knowledge that we've had it, to, yeah, to your right, the masses, or to the fucking working, you know, the, the fucking great unwashed, um, it, it has, there, we're headed to that point. We're headed to the point to where the information that we have access to is either what is going to free us or what is going to be used as the excuse to exterminate a lot of us, you know? And there's, um, if we don't, if we don't lose our couches, if we don't find a way to get out into the street, if we don't find a way to, to look past the, the division that we are being fed 100% on purpose by a fucking sociopathic group of fucking billionaire scumbags, like we're, we're going to be in trouble, man. So like what, you know, I, I love how, I love your hope. I do. I want, I want that to be. I'm with you, dude. I get you. But we got to keep the hope because what's the point of what the fuck we're doing? Now, I'm not saying I'm going to change anybody, but my hope is that the information I get out will lead to some one person realizing something's going on. Some one person will lead to another person. So the hope is all we have, or else we just waste fucking time. I think we fight the fight with knowledge, and we get out there, you know? And I just went out there, and, you know, I have these rules of the Ronin, okay? It's each thing, these rules I follow for political, to, to discuss politics and, and look at the political world. It is one, um, I'm not part of any group. I do not defend anybody I do not know. I do not defend any any actions I am not part of. If I'm not directly part of the decision-making process, I'm not going to pretend like I know what the fuck's going on, and I'm not going to defend that. And I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to give knowledge to those who do not seek it. And number five overrides them all, and that's I I try to right the wrongs to the best of my ability. So that's kind of how I do. I'm part of no group, dude. I'm a Ronin. I'm lone. I'm by myself. Fuck your side, not you guys, but in general. <laughs> fuck, your fuck your group. Fuck your side. You know, no fucking teams. You, we walk alone, dude. There's little things, you know, and I know earlier I was trying to say the five best things that Trump did, but you know what? Those are little things that I hope can make a little better world. I don't know. This guy came in late. He's not like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not going to defend him because I don't know him, but yeah. I have hope. I don't trust him as far as I can kick him. But I'm fucking, I have hope that it's going to work out. We, uh, we're experiencing a little bit uh, of fuckery on the camera end right now, man. Um, Yay, we're, they're listening. They are listening. This happens to us every time. This, uh, every time, but. straight disappearing. So the last three times in a row. We, I mean, we've had, we've been, yeah, it seems like we've had some guests that we haven't invited on the show. We we've definitely uh, we've definitely been fucked with. Um, well, we want to welcome them. Thank you. Yeah, I did that, for uh, well, to, to like thank to say you for I, listening. We know that you meant well, and somehow you got lost. And that at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're your brothers, we're your sisters, we're your mothers, we're your fathers, we're your sons, and we're your daughters. 
and you rally against us, you rally against your own. And dude, at the end of the day, when I watch these Terminator movies, man, I don't see any Rothschilds in the Terminator movies. <laughs> when they come, they come for all. When they come for you, and you're going to make a decision whether it's your paycheck or your fellow man, and that will determine how you're seen in fucking history. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I just fucking... Most of this episode has been us sitting around agreeing with each other. That's fucking. Actually, I prefer that. I do. You I'd know, rather. This I'd, isn't a debate. Yeah, platform. we we specifically didn't want to have like a debate show where it's just people yeah. screaming We're at each other. We're not paying for studio time to argue. Well, no, man. Is, um, I'm married. My, my I can do that at home. Give people a forum to talk, and let the let the listeners decide whether what they want to believe in, what they don't want to believe in. Conspiracy theorists, which it sounds like you guys are part of the community as well. Uh, we are like street dogs. We've taken a beating, and we're fucking very quick to fucking go into defense. So I let people come on, tell their side. Unless they get outrageously stupid, I let them tell their side and let the crowd, let the listeners decide whether they believe or not. And they let me know. Trust me, they let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've been... I've been watching your show, I guess, since uh, I, I learned about your show from from your appearance on Jimmy Dore and uh, uh, Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil, um, yeah. And I've been, uh, I'm a patron uh, of the show. I, uh, oh, well, I can't thank you enough. I, I'm trying my hardest. Dude, you, give you guys- your Patreon model is probably my favorite. And, like, when we were talking about earlier about supporting – you know, the community, like, there's there's a handful of different people who I, I am a, a patron of. Jimmy Dore's one of them. Ron Placone's one of them. Grant Elwood's one of them. Uh, Jamarl Thomas. I don't know if you're familiar with this cat or not, um, but he, uh, he does political commentary, and it is incredibly good, man. Like, he is soapbox. just, yeah, his show is called The Progressive Soapbox. He on YouTube. He he just does uh, uh, some of the most honest work that that I have listened to in terms of recognizing what the narrative is and and breaking down why the narrative is bullshit and then taking an actual critical look at at U.S. and and uh, U.K. politics. He's also real boots on the ground, like front line in uh, countries where the shit's going down with his uh, girlfriend well, by I his love side, that dude. And I'm I'm really all into that shit. And I, I'm gonna check him out. I just followed him on YouTube. So awesome. You, know, you you I'm I'm interested. There's not enough information today. I love it all. I consume it all. And, uh, you know, anytime I find somebody telling the truth, and listen, when I, I have a real, if I have someone who's super pro-Trump on my show, they get pounded. If I have someone who's anti-Trump, they get pounded, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just the way it is, but I refuse to do an echo chamber show. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and have one side or the other. I know if I go hard to the right or hard to the left, my show would be infinitely bigger. But I'm not here to be bigger. I'm here right. <laughs> to learn to the best of my ability. Life is not black. It is not white. It is gray. And it's right down the middle. And that's kind of what I'm all about. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> I, that's, that's a similar approach. We're, what we're trying to do is find, like, 
non-governmental solutions to coming together as a community and, <laughs> and figuring out how to get past the fucking just this this little fucking hellscape that we've been pinned in by these sociopaths. And we know that voting is one act that you do one day every two years. And that there's so much more that you can do in the meantime. And that's why it's so important to fucking have independent media in your ear. That's why it's so important to have shows that, that have on guests that are in the conspiracy community. Because you're like I said, man, I grew up on Art Bell. Like that's kind of how I see tinfoil hat. Uh, Thank you. In, in terms Thank of, you. Uh, yeah, man, I, I I mean that sincerely. Like you're you're. Thank you. I I, I am the training wheels. <laughs> uh, I am the gateway drug to the guys who go deeper, like uh, Greg Carlwood from Higher Side Chats, and, um, those conspiracy farm guys, or you know, there's some guys who are doing like the Lord's work out there much deeper. I am uh, somebody who takes. A lot of pride and I take it very personal that I am going to ease people into this so that they can go and get the basics and then go out and find the guys who are like deep into it with the technical knowledge mm -hmm. the, the deeper knowledge that they can consume because you know you just throw somebody right into some black belt conspiracy shit right. it's like wrong hole they're like wrong hole you know? <laughs> just like, very quickly drop them right like in the middle white of white belt yeah drop them and then bring them into the black belt shit yeah you can't you can't just take some random person and hand them like one of crow's shows yeah you know I, uh, you have to go slow and they have these talks about you know who's obama you know really what really happened in World War Two? You know what went on in you know Building Six and all these stuff that takes a black belt. And when you're a black belt in conspiracy, it's not that you believe anything; it's everything. But you can have a discussion on anything without your mind exploding and running around like the sky is falling. You can have a legitimate talk, like when people say to me, "Michelle Obama is a man," and I go, "Well, why are all these pictures of her as a little girl on the internet?" And you're like, you're talking crazy, man. And you're making us look bad when you put out dumb shit like that. Yeah, So yeah. I can have a conversation, even though I'm screaming right now, I can have a conversation <laughs> that is a, a conversation without my head exploding. I don't uh, believe in all the conspiracies. Right. You know? Right. I believe in one that there's some truth. And what I do is I take, I take history to the best of my knowledge, and I, I see... I take that history and I put who gets money, who gets the power. If that all lines up, you're probably on to something. Yep. Yep. <laughs> See that makes that makes the kind of sense that will make sure you never get on network television to be able to say that in front of CNN's audience or him Rachel. A long time ago I said to myself I don't want to be an actor. I don't like acting. I don't look like a stereotype. Therefore, casting directors don't know where to plug me in. They are, we don't know what to do with you. What, you. what they're saying is you don't look like a stereotype that we can just put in. Everybody instantly knows who you are because we're lazy fucks. <laughs> okay? So I knew that. But what I like to do is talk. I talk to myself all day. I literally, I've never written a joke. 
I always just talk it out in my head. I have a very loud voice. That's why I got into drugs was to quiet the voice inside my head yeah, until I could understand how to harness it instead of trying to mute it. So I just talk to myself all day. So I go, I can either just talk to myself or I can put a microphone and camera in front of me and just start putting this out to the masses I have a show. and make, have a show and have a career from it. And, uh, you know, Tinfoil Hat is the fourth show on that feed. The original show was The Naughty Show, which is myself, Gareth Reynolds from The Dollop, and a another friend of mine. And uh, that show was the funniest show I've ever did in my life. And right. nobody watched it. <laughs> and, uh, because I didn't realize what podcasting is. And podcasting is the new book. They're new books. People can't read books while they're at work now. They're working more than they ever have. So they need to li listen to people give that help them understand the world around them. And that's why Tinfoil has resonated. It's the NWA of titles. It's Niggas <laughs> with Attitude. It's Tinfoil Hat. So it's like, you want to mock us? Well, you can't because we own the name. We own the word. The word means nothing. We've taken the power of you mocking us by saying we got tinfoil hat and literally owning the word. So people know that when they come on there, I do my best to give the best information I can. I'm human. I will fail. There, there will be mistakes made. I will own those mistakes. But just know what I'm talking about, to my best of belief, is what I think is going on. That's fucking, that's Inspiring. awesome, man. I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's, you, you do honest work, you do sincere work, you spit fucking, like, real truth in a world that's just dominated by shit, and, and we and appreciate the hell that out of it. pushes the shit. That's what people don't understand. I get so much shit from people about a couple other comics who are, who are in this, and they all ran away and moved to another city. I'm in the middle of the muck bro you know <laughs> my best friends are the ones people talk about all the time so it's like i'm in the muck i'm yeah. in the middle of it yeah and i'm trying my best to spread the word and do the lord's work you know but it's like we'll see dude we'll see man all right well we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here real quick uh i do i have one last question just kind of uh uh because i'm a fan of the show um 150 some episodes in uh what's uh what's been your your personal oh. favorite revelation like not necessarily how the audience received a show or anything like that but what's something that just really sticks out in your mind that that you're it's the bell that can't be unrung well i i don't think it's one thing it's under it's really that there are there the the killer is within. It's almost that movie where the, the babysitter is babysitting the kids, and the people keep calling, did you check out the children? Did you check out the children? And the cops go, he's in the house. And then when you realize that this dark group of people are behind almost everything, it's a much safer world to me that brown people don't hate our freedoms and that gays aren't trying to turn us all gay and that all this stuff's going on, that there's a small, consecrated group of greedy, evil fucks that run everything. To me, that's been a giant relief 
because I don't have to worry that this group wants to kill me because of who I am when I realize it's this group trying to make his money and control. And it's, it's a, to me, it means the world's a much safer place, even though there are places that are going through hell right now, and I fight tooth and nail to get the word out to help spread the word about Yemen and Syria and all that stuff because I don't want fucking that stuff done in the name of my tax dollars. Right, right. And now that I know that those people are out there, I I love it. There, there's so much that I've learned, UFOs, about Jesus, about whether you believe in Jesus or not, about just the dark arts, all this shit. I'm, people always go, how do you sleep at night? I go, like a baby. Oh, yeah. Like a baby. Definitely. Because I know, what's, to my best ability, I know... There's a group out there. I might not know the exact person. It could be the international bankers. It could be the Jesuits. It could be Luciferians. It could be all. It could be the royal family. It could be whatever. But they're not everybody. And that on the on, on a basic level, we're all humanity is love. And we can if we just love each other and realize we are not each other's fucking enemy. But this fucking these powerful, dude. Hey, whether you believe in Jesus tonight, and I'm not a religious man at all, who killed? Who got Jesus killed? It wasn't the Romans? They killed him, but who got him killed? Bankers, the fucking bank. Right? Yeah. And when you look at the fucking bankers, because they were charging interest, and you look at all the fucking problems in the world with interest, whether it's the Fed, the W, the WB, or the IMF, and how they just rape people over interest. When you realize it's like fuck, there's a common theme, and it's not Jews, and it's not Muslims, it's not Christians. It's just dark arts motherfuckers who use these religions as masks to walk amongst us. Yeah. It's just Yeah. <laughs> I mean we're 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 kind of operating from that standpoint every time we come in to do a show. Like we're you know, uh, as as aware as we can be and uh uh and trying to put out uh, you know, Kind just have interactions with people in general that 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 are more honest because the the propaganda is not influencing what we're saying. But yeah, um, it's really refreshing just to be around people of a like mind because <clears throat> you know, like you were saying at the beginning of the show, twenty years ago, uh, what did you say? Going under the fence or something? Ready to run under the fence? Um, just a really lonely place to be. I hear I've heard a lot of I don't want to think about it. You know, why, bitch, man? you I have three kids. So... You should be thinking yeah, about these why. things. That's why. Well, yeah, it does keep us kind of against the grindstone on a tread of mediocrity. You know, I spotted that design way ahead of the curve. And... What you guys are doing with your show is so magical. Oh, wow. And it's. Right? Thank it's magical you. what you're doing. Thank you you are you are you are the freedom fighters. When you hear about all these guys that fucking fought against power, that's what you guys are doing. You're risking yeah. it. You're risking your sanity. You're risking your your fucking where you're, you're where you're seen in the community. You're risking friendships. I've had people put hands on me. I've had people call me a crazy people. I've done all that shit. And all I'm trying to do is go look into it. Yeah. Look into it. When they demonize you, demonize me, demonize YouTube guys. Like, but yet they listen to Rachel Meadows, who makes eight million dollars a year. She could not make that money anywhere else. There's nowhere else that she could make eight million dollars a year doing what she's doing. Yeah. 
No, you're, you're abs- you guys are on the front lines. That's what you guys do. And every day you pop another person's skull. You pop mines like champagne bottles. Oh. That's all we said. From your lips and, to uh, Jesus's ears there. And Steve actually does have, you know, three sons. And, yeah. And uh, I'm kind of in it with him and for them. You know, what kind of world do you want to see, you know, our kids growing up in? And I feel like a lot is put on their shoulders, man. Do you want to come out and go, oh, yeah, fucking clean this shit Listen, up? No, thanks. This, these people in this town should have woken the fuck up when their neighbors who are movie producers, directors, uh, agents, when their houses got fucking torched for a fucking railway. That's when it's real life implications. When you got a $3 million house and they're only going to pay you $400,000 for it, those are real life implications that you can't ignore anymore. Thank you. You, They don't, your job producing Transformer movies does not mean anything to the billionaires who are trying to be trillionaires. They flew planes into buildings with some of the greatest fucking financial minds ever, and they killed them. There are people who worked in those buildings who didn't show up that day that told nobody what was going on. There are comics fathers who were who worked there that died there when other comics fathers didn't show up that day. Yeah. These are real life implications. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) 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 We, we fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I, whether or not you believe in, um, that, that climate change is a real thing or you believe that like climate change is happening, but it's a result of geoengineering or, or direct energy or whatever. That's man-made climate change. Geoengineering is man-made climate change. One hundred. Sure. And For and sure. if any of the reports coming out are right about this, you have twelve years to get your shit together. I know that they say that over and over and over. Um, it looks bad sitting here in California where we don't have fucking fire season anymore. We've just got a year. You know, like it's weird for us because we're in the the Santa Cruz Mountains. Our shit slides out. We have. Well, a, it is man-made. You're right. Chemtrails. Yeah. I mean, that's a giant. Now we got 5G. Now they're gonna be able to light oh, the Jesus sky Christ. on fire. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> fucking. So it is man-made. So did you're you... right. Well put. These fucking people don't want to believe in climate change because of Al Gore. Yes, dude. The fucking Red Cross is basically the Rothschilds. Rothschilds in German means red shield. Red shield, red cross, same fucking thing. They own it all, right? But it is man-made. It's fucking chemtrails, dude. You know, it's all real. Drought, there is drought. These people want to be like, oh, he's bringing up climate change. It's a rich man's game. Fuck yeah, but it's still still happening. You know, I, I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed, and I feel like the only way to do that is to fucking have shows like yours, have shows like this one, have shows like fucking, uh, like Graham Elwood will go a little bit deeper in the paint on some, some what is considered conspiracy, like more so than Jimmy Dore or fucking even like Tim well, Black yeah, or those guys. I mean, he, but but the problem I have, it, it, I love both of them, and Abby Martin's like this, and her brother's like this. 
I love them as human beings. I, I think they're such one, and they're doing the Lord's work. But there comes a certain point where they they back off. Yeah. And it's uh, because they believe completely in the conspiracy of political corruption. They believe completely in the conspiracy of media manipulation. But when you apply that to, um, which is all basically controlling power. Yeah. It's all about power and greed. But when you apply that to what's the space program about? What is pedo, what is uh, Pedogate about? They yeah. all back off because they know that those enter into a world where you get called crazy. But it's the exact same people crazy. doing the exact same thing that you are so sure is ha Like when I showed Jimmy all the footage of the Parkland shooting, uh -huh. where I showed him two interviews of two separate people talking about how they saw cops in body armor with a weird-ass gun shooting everybody, two separate interviews, and then I got a video of four cops coming out of the back of the fucking of the school with giant duffel bags, which most likely have the body armor in them, throwing them in the back of the truck that takes off. But when I show them that, they can't go there. Yeah, yeah. But it's but if you're telling me that Iraq was done under false flags, why can't you believe this can't happen on a, mi a micro level? Yeah. If it's happening on a macro level, why can't it happen on a micro level? Yeah. No, and I'm not yelling at them because I hate them. I love them with all my heart. The, the work that they're doing, God bless that. And I'd rather have that than nothing. But it's like, open your mind, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, at some point, like, it's it's going to, it's 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 getting there. I feel like it's all building towards that. Like, this next year, I think, is just going to be super fucking crazy. And, like. Part of me can't wait because it's going to be fun as fuck to, like, be in the thick of, you know. But part of me knows how messy that soup is and what it's going to look like. And, uh, but, man, I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to the weird. I really am. Um, I, we're... Hey, do you guys do any uh, intros before this added on at yeah. all? Yeah. Because yeah. if you guys can just... um Shout out some of my dates that are coming up because I'm going to be in New Jersey at the, um, where is it, Tiff's and White Plains. I just want to uh, get that out so that people want to see me. I'm headlining a comedy club at Tiff's Chuckle Hut. Yes, I'm playing a Chuckle Hut. That's fucking great. Yeah. Story of my life. Chuckle um, Hut. Uh, White awesome. Plains. You can get all my dates at samtriplee.com. Okay. All right. All right, mm. dog. Yeah, man, and uh, we're we're yeah. Fuck, Sam. Thanks so much for coming on the it's show. A real and honor. Him all the time. Dude. And uh, I'd love to have you guys on my show very soon. We'll get. We just did a direct energy weapons, but a little down the line, we'll figure out a topic you guys can boss on, and I'll get you guys on it. That would be fucking awesome. That Let's stay amazing. in touch for that, and we might even be able to come down to L.A. for that if it's far enough out to where we can plan it. Just uh, we're fucking, you know. I mean, we're in Santa Cruz. It's five and a half, four hours away, something like that. I haven't played Santa Cruz in forever, man. Dude, Lee yeah, Camp man. just played here, and he fucking killed it. We went and wonderful. We He's we went wonderful. and hung out with Another him for that. Yeah, believes in all the conspiracies of politics, but won't go deep on a couple other things. And I get it. It's fine. I think he's doing the Lord's work, but I wish they'd look into this shit. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap, man. The 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 specials are Armo, Giddon, and Zero Fucks on Vimeo.
Uh, January 19th, White Plains, New Jersey, Tiff Shuckle Hut. Uh, <laughs> fucking listen to Tin Foil Hat and Sam's other podcast, Punch Drunk Sports. Um, man, it's been a blast talking to you. Uh, you, my friend RG, thank you guys very much. I really appreciate the kindness that you guys would spend any time with this old man talking <laughs> oh, about man. trying to make the world a better place. Really an honor and a pleasure, Sam. Thank you. All right, Till Sam. next time, I we'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Happy That's... New Year, guys. Happy holiday and happy New Year. You same to you. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye. All right, cheers, brother. Bye.